0: I'm Marco Worman, This is The World. There's only one presidential debate left now. Next Monday in Florida, Mitt Romney and Barack Obama will slug it out over foreign policy. After last night's fireworks, I think we can expect next Monday's encounter to be feisty, too. We already know what the main topics will be. Moderator Bob Schieffer has publicly announced them. They include, and these are the subject headings provided by Schieffer himself, our longest war, Afghanistan and Pakistan. Red Lines, Israel and Iran, and the rise of China. Susan Glasser is the editor of Foreign Policy magazine. She says in last night's debate, sloganeering took the place of nuanced foreign policy debate
1: look, you have Barack Obama even slipping in the killing of Osama bin Laden into a question about the economy. And I think you almost have a bumper sticker approach from from each of the candidates when it comes to foreign policy right now. If, if Obama is saying, hey, elect me, I killed Osama bin Laden, Romney is saying, hey, here's the guy who screwed up Benghazi as a stand in, if you will, for the broader issue of uh, just what has the United States gotten out of the upheaval in the Arab world.
0: Right. So Benghazi, Libya. I mean, there it was again. So much has been said about the White House response to the tragedy in Benghazi and the death of uh, four Americans, including Chris Stevens at the embassy. What is the back and forth about Benghazi and whether it was or not a terrorist act? Why does it have such staying power? What is that argument fundamentally about for you?
1: It seems to me that the reason that the Romney campaign hasn't let it go, there are probably several reasons. Number one, of course, they're looking for any advantage right now when it comes to something they can attack and criticize the president on, much more so as the challenger than laying out an affirmative program of uh, their vision of the world. What they're looking to do is really to critique the performance of the other guy. So this offers a chance to do that. It also, in a way, seems to undercut the Obama campaign's at times, triumphalist narrative even about al-Qaeda being on the brink of strategic defeat, as Leon Panetta called it. Uh, You don't hear that much from uh, the White House anymore.
0: Mm. Now, this was, uh, as everyone knows, a town hall style debate. So maybe the people in Hempstead, New York, didn't want to focus on foreign policy. What was missing uh, foreign policy-wise from the debate for you, though? What questions were not asked?
1: Oh, my goodness. You know where to start? We we ran a, a list, a somewhat humorous, uh, somewhat serious list of uh, 15 or so questions. If foreign policy nerds were in charge of uh, the town hall debate, what would you hear? But the reality is that the list of major global challenges that haven't been addressed in this election year is so much longer than the ones that have come up in the campaign context. It's amazing to me that we have 70,000 troops in Afghanistan, and yet it doesn't rate a mention in most of the major moments of this US presidential campaign
0: that's just it's it's astonishing right what's the reason for that
1: well it seems to me that that both parties for very different reasons have come to the conclusion That there is no real political advantage for them.
0: So instead of this consequential issue, Afghanistan uh, catching on with the public, uh, we've got uh, this phrase, a binder of women that seems to take off on Twitter and Facebook. Have you seen any responses to that turn of phrase from beyond our shores?
1: I guess what I would say is that I'm sure that Romney's comment about a binder full of women was noted internationally, but it might have just been one of those Americanisms that just didn't compute. Uh, Maybe it's a do not translate type of a phrase.
0: (laughs) Now, one word uh, neither candidate seems to tire of is China. They each used the word about 10 times last night. Was it a nuanced China we heard about last night or was the country used as a bit of a punching bag?
1: nuance in the context of a foreign policy debate in an American presidential election, it's sort of an oxymoron, right? <laughs> mm. We're not having a lot of nuanced conversations about anything at this point. And China clearly has emerged as, as a bugaboo of this year's election. Somebody pointed out just the other day that, in fact, actually Japan may now be the largest uh, holder of U.S. debt, but it doesn't really sound the same in this election year to scare people about Japan And, you know, do you want the Japanese holding uh, our debt in the same way that it resonates clearly with voters or they wouldn't be talking about it uh, to use China as, as a sort of scare tactic? That being said, I am skeptical. And, and I think if you look at a lot of the experts, they're quite skeptical that you're going to see any kind of major policy shift either by Obama or Romney in, in the next U.S. presidential term when it comes to China.
0: Susan Glasser, the editor of Foreign Policy Magazine, thank you so much for your time.
1: Oh, thanks so much for having me today.